0: So I went to the mall the other day to make an appointment at Lens Crafters. I need to get an eye exam. My eyesight is okay. I can get around, I can drive. It's a little bit fuzzy, it's getting a little bit worse. I'm getting older and I need progressive lenses because, you know, I'm 48. So I'm kind of resigned to the fact that I gotta wear glasses all the time and I Contacts weird me out. I can't touch my eyeball. There's no chance it's going to happen. So I got to get myself a good pair of glasses. So I was in the mall, wandering around like Roy Moore in Alabama. I know, bad joke. I'm just kidding. Um, I went into Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods is an incredible store. I mean, it's a category killer. Just wiped out all the other sporting goods stores. You can't compete with it, okay? It's an amazing store. So I'm wandering around, and I walk over to the baseball section. And I walk up to the wall where they have the gloves, and I'm looking at the gloves, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. The cheapest glove was about $200. And the most expensive was $400, They are like $399, $359. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. The last baseball glove I bought was $29. That was back in 1998. Now in 1998, I didn't get the most expensive glove. There were gloves that were like $79, $89, $99. I get a $29 glove, $399 for a glove. I feel bad for parents. You know, your kid's playing baseball. you got to get him a glove, and it's $200 at a minimum. I mean, who the hell can afford that? And I heard about the bats. I didn't even look at the bats, but I heard the bats are even more expensive. You know, when I was a kid, I actually got a free bat. I was I was at this charity benefit, and there was a raffle, and I won a bat, and that was the bat that I used. And it was about 30 bucks at the time. Man, I guess they got, like, $800 bats. Bats were so cheap back then, we used to hit rocks with them. (laughs) Like, (laughs) because they were so cheap. If you bought an $800 bat and your kid's hitting rocks with it, you'd hit the kid with the bat. So it's incredible. We've got a lot of inflation. And this isn't like another inflation porn podcast, you know. But if you think about it, we've had 400% inflation in 24 years in baseball gloves, which works out to about 6% a year. I did the math. 6% a year. 6% inflation on baseball gloves. Is leather in short supply? Do we have a scarcity of leather? Like, why is this more expensive? I don't know. Maybe there's something fancy they're doing with the gloves or something like that. Um, What role does Dix play in this? I mean, Dix is, they're a retailer, so you know, if Rawlings is making the gloves and they're charging more for gloves, then Dix just passes along the price. You know, if Rawlings is charging more, Dix is, you know, they probably have 100% markup. So now, you know, my view on this inflation is yesterday's news. That's the past. It's not what's going to happen in the future. We're talking about inflation today. We're not going to be talking about inflation a year from now. That's my prediction. Okay, we're going to be talking about something else. I just don't know what. But I think that inflation is going to go down in the near future. The markets are telling us that. But you don't need to hear that again. Remember, it's the rate of inflation is going down. Not, it doesn't mean we're getting deflation. It doesn't mean prices are going down. It just means that prices are going up more slowly. Okay. 15 years from now, we are gonna be buying $1,000 baseball gloves? Maybe. I don't know. I have an incredible story. So this was about six or seven years ago. I went up to my hometown for something. Don't remember what. And I went to a bar with some of my old high school buddies. And one of them was this guy named Brian Peterson. And he was a good friend of mine from high school. We had some history. And he's now an actuary. He does pretty well for himself. But he was talking about baseball pants, right? See, back when I was a kid, you know those sand-knit baseball pants? Those things were really expensive. Like when we were kids, like 1984, baseball pants were like 70 bucks, which was a huge amount of money in 1984. So there was like one kid on the Little League team that had baseball pants, and he had one pair, and nobody else had any, and that was the rich kid, right? So, now, if he, like, and he was saying this, this was six or seven years ago. He said, now, like, every kid on the team has baseball pants, and they have, like, five pair of them because they cost 20 bucks. And he said, isn't it amazing how cheap things are nowadays? So this is, like, 2015, 16, something like that. He's like, things are so cheap. Everything is so cheap. And it was. Absolutely, it was. You know? I remember... um When I first moved to South Carolina, we went to Walmart to get some stuff for the house. And I walked, I was in Walmart and I walked past a pile of doormats, okay? And I looked at the doormats and they're rubber AstroTurf doormats. They were $4. And I looked, they were made in China, okay? It's a big pile of them. There was like 150 doormats. And I was like, how the hell can you take the raw materials for this rubber, AstroTurf, whatever, make the doormat, ship it across the world, truck it to South Carolina, display it, pay for all this overhead in Walmart, sell it for four bucks and still make a profit. It's amazing, it's amazing. So you know how much those doormats are now? I looked them up on the internet. They're 42 bucks, okay? Price of a doormat has gone up 1,000% in 12 years, 42 bucks. Things are no longer cheap. And do you remember how good we had it? Like we had it so good and we didn't even realize it. We were pissed off all the time. We had it so good. Everybody had jobs. There was no inflation. Like growth was 3%, it was fine. And everyone was pissed because like, oh, like wages haven't gone up in 20 years. Well, we got wages to go up, are you happy now? No, because prices went up more, that's what happens. So, just as a side note, the minimum wage, $7.25 an hour. Do you think there's anybody in the country outside of like junior high kids that are making $7.25 an hour? No, nobody. Nobody is making seventy seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour. It's, <laughs> I mean, everybody at a minimum, people are making fifteen, maybe twelve, but the vast majority of people are making fifteen bucks or more, even in fast food, where the wages were the lowest. Like you see, you see signs now for fast food places, McDonald's and such, it's fifteen dollars, right? So here's the silver lining. The nice thing about this is that because the minimum wage is so low, it means we effectively don't have a minimum wage. And the economy functions just fine. You know, it's an agreement between the employee and the employer at will. Anybody can break the agreement at any time. So, anyway, can you imagine if, like if we restarted this minimum wage argument and we said, I mean, where do you think we would put the minimum wage? Like $23 an hour? I pay my intern $16 an hour. And uh, I don't want to pay him 23. <laughs> I mean, I could, I don't want to. I just want to, uh, he, you know, it's here's, here's the thing about this. I'm gonna get back to the minimum wage for a second. What is, like morally speaking, what should you pay your employees, right? really the minimum that the market can bear, the minimum that it would take for them to get up and go to work someplace else, okay? That's that's what everybody gets paid, seriously. The, the absolute minimum, so if they were paid less, they would say F you, and they would go work someplace else. That's what people should be paid, so. Uh, I went to a calculator on the internet, so I figured out the CAGR, if you ever heard that term CAGR, okay, compound annual growth rate. So that's how I figured out that the price of baseball gloves had gone up 6% a year. So I figured it out for my house and my house has gone up 7.29% a year since I bought it in 2015. That's a pretty good investment, right? 7.29% a year is pretty good. And if you consider that I put 35% down and I borrowed 65%, if I did that based on the equity, it's probably like 20% a year. So that's a great trade, you know? Real estate worked out pretty well. Real estate usually does work out well. A lot of people are worried about real estate right now. I think the real estate market's a bubble. It's gonna crash. I don't think so. I don't think it will. Um, I think prices will level off, go sideways, may go maybe go down a little bit, but real estate market's not gonna crash. It's not. You know, we do have some supply coming online and interest rates went higher and everybody knows this and it's gonna slow down, but it's not gonna crash. So, I wanna say the CAGR for real estate over a 100 year period is about 4% a year. And the funny thing about my 7.29% is that most of that came in the last two years. You know, before that, it didn't appreciate much at all. So, during periods of inflation, you definitely want to own real estate, as people found out. So I don't think there's a housing bubble. It's not gonna crash. Is it a bad time to buy? Well, it was a better time to buy two years ago. It's not a great time right now, but if you have to buy a house, you have to buy a house. And I don't think you're I don't think you're gonna get steamrolled on that. So don't lose sleep over the housing market. Don't worry about that. Worst case scenario prices go down ten percent. And that'll be it. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.